Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Today is episode 227. It is Monday, May 8th, not April 14th. And you guys are like, what, Jeff? You said we were back to five days a week this week. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But... I'm incredibly jet lagged right now, and I didn't love the idea of trying to do a live show while I was jet lagged. So I'm around, but I'm uh, probably, you know, uh, slightly comatose. So um, this is going to be a great show, you guys. So, yeah, I'm very excited to tell you guys about Israel. We're going to be I'm sure I'm going to be peppering it throughout uh, the week this week. Um, so I look forward to actually seeing you guys live, but today's going to be a great episode. Um, if you guys are listening on Spotify, um, if you're not following Elijah fire podcast yet, go ahead and give us a follow. That'll really help us out. Uh, and then if you're listening on the app, you can give us an honest review, you know, the drill fours and fives are the only acceptable rating. So, um, yes, illumination said wibbly wobbly timey whiny. I just saw that. Uh, that's a Doctor Who reference for some of you Doctor Who, you Whovians out there. Um, I think I think that's I think that's it. I think that's all I got. Um, so without any further ado, uh, you guys know this. My guest, she's amazing. She's an incredible encourager. Um, and and like I've said a couple of times now, someone someone who excels at something, someone who's really. Um, really shines in a specific area, whether it's bringing hope and encouragement, um, you know, whatever, um, often that's where they've been tried the most, you know? And, um, and so, uh, I just love talking with this guest. I think she brings a lot to the table. Um, she's, uh, also a social media influencer. She's garnered, uh, over a million followers on TikTok, which is insanity. Go God. Uh, praying for people, just just doing prayers and and teachings, and um, God has really blessed that. Um, and I, you guys are going to be really blessed by her today. She's also the author of Hope in sixty seconds. Let's give it up for my guest today, Christina Baker. Christina, hey, hey, great to be here yeah, again, welcome, Jeff. As always, back for the one millionth time. Yeah. Love it. Great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, let's dive right in and let's flow like we do. Um, what's on your heart to share today? And we're just going to yeah. go for it. Yeah. Well, the Lord has just been stirring the waters in our home regarding faith. Mm. And this is this is a time, and I believe as people are listening, I believe faith is going to be released. Yeah, I believe the Lord is going to just impart faith, faith in areas where people have felt like they're in the eleventh hour, and and they're waiting on the eleventh hour, God, mm. like all of us are right now. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just really feel that that is something that God is kind of putting His finger on in all of us. Jeff is 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 getting out of the boat and trusting him, even if we don't see, even if we can't touch it, mm. even if we can't taste it, the Lord is asking us as the body to, to step out into the unknown waters. I know you've gone through that a lot too. Yes. Yes, I have, Christina. <laughs> Walking through it right now, actually. Yep. So, Absolutely yeah. you are, because that's what he's doing in us right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's maturing. He's maturing the body of Christ. I actually heard this. 
at a conference uh, we went to last week. It was Dutch Sheets. He said, 25 years ago, we what we're seeing right now happening in the body of Christ maybe would have been just a select two people, two, three wow. people. But what we're seeing now is actually we're people are kind of having to wait their turn because there's so much, there's so much strength. There's a building, you feel the momentum and, and God is on the move. Mm. So it's, it's, it's really exciting to see people that have been doing this 40, 50, 60 years. And they're seeing that, okay, that we have, we have truly transitioned as the body of Christ. Mm. We're no longer in this immature place of faith, but really we've, we've, We've moved higher with the Lord and, and, um, what we couldn't do before we could do now yeah. the realms of faith that we could not move in before we are now moving in now. Hmm. It's exciting. It is exciting. Something else that I've noticed too, is like, there's a lot of, um, I know I, I say this a lot, but, um, I just, I like keeping things on the forefront of people's minds because um, mm -hmm. sometimes we can be like, yeah, we hear a word and we're like, yeah. And then uh, the next word comes and we're well-intentioned, but it becomes flavor of the week, you know? Wow. And then we're like, the next word comes and we're like, yeah, you know, but I'm like, God's still doing the other thing that you were all hurrah about, you know? Yes. But, but it's, it's just sanctification and it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, repentance and it's, um, and, you know, I was talking to, I can't remember who it was, and it may have been even on the show or after the show, it kind of blurs together because we do kind of hang out, you know, afterwards yes. and talk <laughs> and, and, um, but, um, they were talking about how they were going through something and they were like, and this is a man or a woman of God. I can't remember who it was, but I just remember being like, oh, they go through this too. This, that's encouraging. Um, is they were like, man, I'm going through something right now. And, you know, you kind of go through like, man, I should be. I should have this dealt with by now, but I, it's interesting because I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, in my life, there have been things where God is really focused in on, you know, of like, okay, we're going to work on this. We're going to work on, uh, we're going to work on, um, uh, self-control in terms of how you react to people, yeah. or we're going to work on being more loving in this area. Um, and often that means being exposed to people that are going to make you the temptation right. will be to not be loving. Uh, That's right. And uh, I always, I, I was talking to Lauren and saying, you know, it's funny. Cause it's like, my brother has always been the litmus, litmus test for me. Cause it's like the people closest to you are always going to like challenge, you know, and it's yes. always, it, yes. it always, especially when I was, you know, in my, my twenties, it was like, that was like the thing that would like trigger a fleshly response. Cause it's my brother, wow. you know, and, you know, uh, uh, and, yeah. um, and it always just revealed to me like, okay, those are some areas that need strengthening. And that was always my response, even though I was frustrated because I'm like, I should have handled that better. I should have been more like Jesus. Um, <laughs> but um, so anyways, going back to this person I was talking to, they were like, yeah, I should be dealing with the, I, sh I should be over this, but here I am. Like, And I said, I think sometimes, you know, as we move into a greater level of influence or we move into like. Because uh, we're always moving forward. If you're following the Lord, you're always moving yeah. forward, right? So as we move into those areas, it it unearths those things that need, and God's like, oh, okay, we're going to deal with this now, you know? Yeah. Where you couldn't have seen it before, but now that the pressure's turned up, suddenly now you see that thing. And so, I, I mean, that's been my process just in my entire walk with the Lord is like, 
I think we love the idea of all of it being dealt with. But if that was the case, we'd be perfect, right? And we're right. slowly being conformed to the image of Christ as we continue to follow him. So Wow, it's powerful. And, yeah. you know, I think there's also something to be said about oftentimes we can all look back on our lives and see this thread in and through our lives of the things that the Lord has brought us through, but also that which he has brought you through is oftentimes the place where he uses you the most. It's just like you said at the beginning. I mean, there's, there's things that you're like, wow, they, they really have walked through a series of trials that, and the Lord, I feel like the Lord mantles you with a message for the world that is usually indicative of what you have been through and what you have walked through. Mm. And, you know, you, you hear people um, that are able to minister in the area. Like I, I was listening to Dave, Dave Ramsey, he does all the finance stuff, mm -hmm. but yeah. like, do, do we, when you know his story and you know, the things that he's walked through, you understand why the Lord has given him authority in that area. Mm. And, and when we're walking through seasons where the pressure is being put on different areas of our life where God is calling us to a greater greater level of faith in those areas because he wants he wants to use that season and the seasons past to be able to bring that message to the world of you actually are an overcomer mm -hmm. you're victorious through the power of Jesus Christ yeah come and on. and it's easy to you know like we've talked about this a lot it's just going through the seasons, you know, and being able to have that strength and being able to have the right attitude when you're walking through those seasons, because your attitude matters as well. Yes, it does. I found <laughs> that my attitude will keep me in the going around the same mountain over and over and over again, because God is after one thing is after my heart. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and my attitude is a reflection of my heart. It's an outpouring of my heart. Mm. And, and so the Lord will keep us in those seasons because he's after our attitude. He's after our heart. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, it is. I, I've had seasons where I don't know about you, Jeff, but have you ever had seasons where you like get to, you like get to the other side as we love to say, and you're like, I didn't really handle that really well. Like I kind of uh, like, yes, Christina. like the whole time. And, and <laughs> I just, but there have been seasons where I'm like, man, Lord, like by your grace, like mm -hmm. my, the posture of my heart, which is a reflection, my, my attitude and the a reflection of the posture of my heart was actually, there's just been seasons where I'm like, oh, I could not necessarily be proud of it, but I'm like, I'm glad I kind of walked through that better than that, you know? Yeah. But he's after it. He's after it. Yeah. Well, I think too, those circumstances that you're led in by the Lord, Sometimes I, it's like I look at it and I've seen that it if it if it hadn't been exposed to me like that of being like I oh, mean I could have handled that better, um, it was that revelation that prompted me to go now what do I need to do to improve in that area God show me wow. so wow. we can look at it and be like yeah it was a it was a bit of a wash but maybe that was part of the reason why we went through it in the first place. Cause it's like, I can wow. be, I can do something and be led by God in it. And it was that, that agitated whatever that was inside of me to come to the surface. Like I was talking about it earlier. So, good. so, you know, it's like, 
God doesn't waste anything. So the, it's always this like forward motion and, and it's not going to be perfect every time. I really wish it so was. Good. And I really wish that I could be like, boom, you know, okay, it's this black and white. Boom. It's this, it's this, it's this. But like, if it were that simple, I wouldn't need God, you know? So exactly. like, so good. it's so it, life is a lot more nuanced than I my poor 18 year old brain when i said yes to jesus wanted it to be it was it's a lot more nuanced you know and um a lot more beautiful honestly because so many surprises have come my way um because of being led by the lord and you know and and um that wouldn't have if it were completely up to me and and here's my 20-year plan and god go ahead and sit in the passenger seat i'll show you how this is done you know it's yeah yeah, well, we know what the Lord thinks about our 20-year plans and our <laughs> five-year plans. Yeah. It never happens that way. Yeah. And one of the things that I found encouragement in is, is uh, we need to be okay with being in transition, Jeff. Yeah, I think that's really good. That we're always in transition. We're yeah. not where we were. We're not where we're going. We're in the middle. And I think that there are some seasons that seem to be, it really accentuates it. I'm in transition for different reasons, but yeah. we need to be okay with being in transition That's because good. sanctification is transition. Yeah. All of our life, we're going from faith to faith and glory to glory. Mm -hmm. All we, we should be. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for all of us in the days ahead to, to make choices that are going to have, that are going to take faith and that are going to have a kingdom or rather an eternal, such a strong eternal, there's eternal fruit on the other end of trusting God in these 11th hour seasons, impossible seasons, seasons where we can't see anything, feel anything. It's just like, God, I trust you. Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to, you're going to stand with me on the other end. Yeah, come on. And and being, I don't know if you've ever felt stuck in seasons. I'm sure you have, Jeff. You've you've, yeah. You yeah. and Lauren have walked through a lot. Yeah, that's a, There's a lot of books question, on the inside right? of you. Just, you know, <laughs> just, a lot yes. there. But when you feel stuck, yeah. I just really felt that, like, just God giving the people, giving His people the faith to get unstuck. Yeah, in a place of limbo. It's in a place of limbo of like, I want to go. And and the reality of it is in order for us to cross over into, into everything the Lord has for us in these days, it's going to, it's, we have to put away the fear. Yeah. We've well, got to put away the what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and some of the, some of, uh, some of the people watching or listening and Christy, I'm sure you've had this as well, but um, uh totally just forgot what i was gonna say it was really good i got it like locked and loaded and then well hold on i'll say this it's coming back yeah keep talking maybe the lord has called you to and this is just for everybody that is in a season right now where the lord is calling you to get out of that boat because we're all there right now we're mm -hmm. all in this place of taking that step that leap of faith to trust god even even if we can't see it or feel it. So Father, we we thank you. Mm. We thank you that you have already gone before your people. Yeah. Lord, I ask today that you would speak to every person that has that 
just the cry of their heart is, Lord, I believe, but increase my faith. I ask, Father, for an impartation of faith to just come through their screens, Mm. their phones, their computers, wherever it is they're listening. God, I pray for an impartation of faith to get them to the other side. That, Lord, as they cross over into this new season, Lord, I thank you that you are taking them by the hand. Father, I pray that you would break off the fear. You would break off the what ifs of the past, the what ifs of the future, the what ifs of the present. And Lord, we just thank you that on the other side of this decision, Lord, I thank you that there is an eternal reward. So we just ask you today, Lord, that you would just strengthen your people. We pray for an outpouring of your presence. And we thank you, Lord, for fresh vision, a fresh anointing. Lord, and a fresh outpouring of your spirit to give them courage. Lord, Joshua 1 and 9, we just declared over your people right now that they would be strong and of good courage. Lord, that they would not not be afraid or fear, but I thank you, Lord, that you are with them everywhere that they go. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it. Amen. Yeah. So the thing that I was going to say, thank you, Lord was about God speaking a promise to you. Mm, Wow. And kind of asking this question of like, what do you do when you've got this powerful encounter with the Lord? And you've been like, you were fasting and you were just like, God, I need an answer for this. And you get it. Okay. And you're like, who it is time to go. And then nothing happens. God's and you know, you get this powerful encounter and God is like, this is what I've called you to do. This is the direction. And you're like, it's go time, baby. Here we go. Doors are going to open and then nothing happens. What do you do when that happens? Did you hear God? Was he speaking to you? Like, these are the things that get tested in those times. And actually the fruit of that is yes. Yes, he did speak to me. And, um, but what do you do in, in those times when, you know, you were talking about being in a prolonged season, right? And that's what prompted that. Um, it's like, what do you, what do you do? Um, and so maybe we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only word that I just, as, as you're sharing that, number one, Jeff, you can just tell as you were sharing is that you've been there time and time again. <laughs> So you've been there time. You can just oh, see it. Like, I've been here so many times. Yes, like, I have, Christina. I could preach a you. sermon in my sleep Yeah, <laughs> regarding yeah. this entire topic. Yeah. But the word that I have in my spirit, and this may be something, this may just be a prophetic word for anybody listening right now, is that you stand. Mm. Because the scriptures tell us that when we don't grow weary and well-doing in due season, in due season, if you don't give up, you'll reap a harvest. So there's something about standing and persevering. And the, and and that really the word of the Lord is enough for us. The mm-hmm. word of the Lord is enough because the word of the Lord will stand even when nothing is happening, even when all hell is breaking loose, even when you're not getting the results that you think you should get and you put all your faith out there, you sold everything you had. And you didn't receive what you thought you should get. It's the word of the Lord that stands above everything that we see and everything that we go through in the natural. So what do you do 
when you've done everything you can do, you've trusted God and yet there's nothing happening. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. And it's like you said, it's go time and here we are and nothing is happening. It's crazy. You know, this is one yeah. of the reasons that I always encourage. I, I mean, we encourage ourselves in this always. My husband and I always ask, okay, but what the, did the Lord say? Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody that's like making a big decision to do something, okay, but you go back to what the Lord said, because when you have the word of the Lord, when, when you get to that place that you've been contending for and believing for, and you don't have that word, or you do, let's say the flip side of it, you do have that word that you can stand when the warfare comes, you can stand when the winds and the waves are crashing all around you because you know that God said. Mm. And maybe that's something that somebody needs to hear now. Wait, there is something, there is faith that God will give you when his word is released. But you do not move without his word. You don't do anything until he has spoken over that thing. And once you have his word, and some of you have heard from the Lord, well, what's keeping you is that there's that paralyzing spirit, which is fear, that is keeping you from stepping out of that boat and and trusting him with the impossible and trusting him with what you think is just absolutely impossible for man. Yeah. But once we have that word, everything changes. Mm-hmm. And we can stand on, you know, I quote um, Isaiah 55, 11, a lot about God fulfilling his word. But I mean, this is from Luke. This is the words of Gabriel, the angel himself saying for no word from God will ever fail. And wow. so we have that as a promise to stand on. But it's it's funny because we could read that, right? And you could be like, oh, whoa, yes. Yes, God. But that process is actually meant to be uncomfortable because that mm. discomfort and moving through that and expelling the flesh, honestly, um, and our desire for like, God said it. So I want it. I want it. It's going to happen right now. And look, I have had the luxury. It is a, it is a blessing. It is not a right. It is, it is an absolute privilege to have God fulfill something almost immediately. I've had it, Christine, I'm sure you've had it. You know, like a lot of other people watching or listening have had it too. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It's really great. It's There's more growth. That, I mean, those build your faith. Absolutely. But there's more growth that happens and strength as a result of it. Um, when you actually have to weather through something, you have to hold on to a promise, yeah. you know, and that's where God's word comes in. It's like that. What really gets tested is, is God, is God truthful? Is God yeah. faithful? Does he hold to his word? And the answer is yes. Okay. But you need to have that revelation for yourself. And the only way you can have that revelation is by going through those hard times or is, or is wow. holding to a promise. That's how it happened with me. You know, is like God has to reveal his faithfulness to you. He wow. has to. And it's like we wow. need to hold on. And, and that's why it's important to encourage one another. That's yes. part of the purpose of this show, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but um you know, being around people who are, I mean, cause if you're around people all the time, who are like naysayers, like that's going to really affect you, you know, yes, where it's like people yes. are constantly criticizing your, even Christians. I've been around Christians where they do nothing but criticize yeah. the word of the Lord that you got, wow. you know? Um, wow. and, and so guard your heart against 
spending a lot of time around those people, you know? So good. Yeah. So good, Jeff. And and that is, I, th- I think that's a, a word that sometimes we need to be reminded of. We have to be very careful who we give our ear to. Yeah. Because who you give your ear to can determine the turn of your destiny and where you go, how you walk. It's just, I think it's one of the most important, one of the most important things is the people that we, that we have around us. I mean, we've heard that thing oftentimes, like you become like the top five people that you spend the most time around. This Uh is true. This is true. And so I think that being able to discern the word of the Lord through the people that are around us is really important. You know, Jeff, I know you and Lauren have people around you. You've got people around you that you kind of keep, you know, even Jesus was a picture of that. He had Peter, James, and John, and then it was yeah. the 12 and then mm-hmm. the 70, you know? And so there, even, even in that there's a message for us, we've got people close to us that what they say and the things that the, are the people close to us it matters. And we need to be able to discern the word of the Lord through people around us. And oftentimes you'll kind of hear that you'll hear a theme. There's like a thread where you can hear God's word through community and through the people that love you around, around you. Yeah. And, but we still always need to be discerning. What is God saying? Even if they're your closest friend, what is the Lord saying? Mm. Super important. And I think that there may be somebody listening now that needs you're even asking the Lord, because I really believe the Lord is highlighting this in this time is he's putting us the community of God and that just that corporate anointing is so important where we are. Very important. And I don't want to, you know, sometimes people can create an idol out of, you know, find my tribe and find my community. (laughs) You can create an, you hear it all the time, like find your tribe. And it's like, there is, but there is a, a real value to that as believers, we need each other. We Mm -hmm. need each other to be able to stand, especially in these times. I feel like more than ever, it's so important Mm -hmm. to have community around us. But, you know, even the scriptures tell us in the book of James, it says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Mm -hmm. The Lord chose for healing to come in community. Mm-mm. He didn't just say, confess your sins and you'll be healed. He said, confess your sins to one another. There's healing community. There's strength in community. There's encouragement. There's a lifting up that comes in community that you're not going to find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Father, we we ask you today. Mm-hmm. We ask for those that are, uh, Lord, that are asking you for their community and asking for people to come around and undergird and stand with them in turbulent times, in peaceful times, and everything in between. Lord, I pray that you would, Father, we just, we thank you for answering that prayer today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for leading them. And Father, we we just ask even for, for those that have been sitting in the boat for this last season and just wanting to step out into the water and get unstuck, Lord. We just ask you today, Lord, for the power of your spirit to overcome them, Lord, that whatever has paralyzed them in the last season, Lord, I just thank you for the grace to step forward, the grace to believe. Father, we thank you that you are an 11th hour God. Mm -hmm. And I thank you that you are always on time. 
despite what we see, Lord. You are on time. So for those that are waiting, I thank you, Lord. You declared in Isaiah 40, 31, God, we thank you. Your word says that those that wait upon you will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. Father, they will walk and not faint. I thank you, Lord, just for a for a strength as they wait on you. And I just get that sense right now, Lord. There are many that are waiting. And in fact, Lord, our entire lives, we, we are spent, it is spent just waiting. We're waiting on you for the next thing, the next great thing you're going to do. But God, I just thank you for joy in the waiting, strength mm-hmm. in the waiting. And, and Lord, we just thank you for that anointing to just get unstuck today. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something that actually came to my mind while you were praying was actually um, God jogged my memory of a uh, a cautionary tale uh, from myself um, in waiting for God, being obedient to God, and then what mm-hmm. that looks like on the opposite side of what it, what happens when when um, in the waiting when um, you think you've got the answer and then god tells you that's not the answer wow and in rebellion you go and you you move forward with that thing um so i'll give you uh i'll give you a story and and the, some people have heard this story before but it's been a while since i told it um i uh was in missions and um we i remember we were in thailand I remember it was, I, there was a girl on my team that I liked and, um, and so I was talking to God about, no, he woke me up in the middle of the night. Um, and I remember I was sleeping on the floor in this like, um, house that we were staying in, in Thailand and, and, um, and I woke up in the middle of the night and he just said, she's not, I don't want you to pursue this. She's not the one for me. She, she is not the one for you. And I was like, man, I was so upset. I was just like, Oh my God, of course you said that. And I was like, uh, cause you know, when you're young and you like, like somebody you get this, like I got, got like this room. Like this is the only girl in the entire world. Yes. The only one that I want to be with. And, um, when there's like million of other millions of other people. Um, and, uh, and so, um, I was like, fine. And I was like, well, I at least have to tell you, tell her what I feel, uh, how I feel. And God was completely silent after that. Wow. And, um, mm. and in my rebellion, I was like, I have to, I have to at least tell her how I feel because subconsciously, and I knew what I was doing at the time, but I had convinced myself, no, I just have to get this off my chest. But I knew I was trying to find a loophole in what God said. And so uh, our trip is done and we're in like this debriefing time on this beautiful island off the coast of Thailand. And and so I'm talking to her and I tell her how I feel. And then she's like, I feel the same way. And I am, it's not an over-exaggeration when I say that the next six months were incredibly painful because she was not in a place to be in a relationship. And quite frankly, I was not in a place to be in a relationship. And so it was this back and forth, hot and cold. And it was this realization as I was going through it, when I finally like acknowledged what I had done, um, 
it was very, very difficult. Um, and you know, I've shared this part a lot on the show about forgiveness and it, I learned one of the most valuable lessons on forgiveness as a result of going through that, because I was wow. like, Oh, she would just, and it was funny cause we ended up going and leading a team to, to India later. And, um, this is about a year later. And, um, and I remember I was like, Oh, she would just apologize. Cause it's like, it was that long. So I was, it was almost a year's worth. Actually, it wasn't six months. It was a year's worth of heartache and discomfort and, and stuff like that. Um, and I remember, you know, I was sitting in a rickshaw in India and I was talking out loud cause the dude couldn't speak English. And so I'm like, whatever. I just don't care. And so I was talking out loud. And I'm just like, man, if she would just apologize, then I could move on. And it was like, all of a sudden I just felt God's presence really strong. And he said, you need to forgive her as if she's already said, I'm sorry, because she's not going to wow. apologize. Wow. And he was revealing me to me where her heart was at too. And that was, um, that was hard to let go of that, but I did. And, um, and then I met Lauren, you know, and it was like, um, you know, I'd already moved on from her. It's not like I liked her still or anything, but yeah. I just, there was a lot of pain there and a lot of hurt. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah. And it was like the fruit of that was later, a couple of months later is when I met Lauren, you know, um, wow. and we've been happily married for 12 years, you know? So, um, but, uh, just talking about that of just rebellion and, and, and it's something you don't want it, it especially yeah. if you're like, but I want this. And I'm like, I can tell you guys that what God has for you far surpasses whatever thing you think you want right now. Um, and in the way you want it, um, it far surpasses that. So, wow, Jeff, what do you tell someone that is listening that is in the midst of that? Where, when I listen to that story, I think of like that is that was a very dark time where you couldn't see the other end mm -hmm. of trusting God, like there yeah. wasn't a you didn't have a vision, there was not a prophetic word, there was nothing on the other end of. The Lord gave you a word. You made a decision, which you identify as being in rebellion. Mm -hmm. And then you go through through what you went through for six months. What do you tell someone in the midst of that that is like that is there right now that yeah. doesn't because that that to me sounds. There must have been feelings in you about just getting stuck. Oh, and yeah. You didn't know what absolutely. to do. What, what do you what do you say? What do you do? Man, yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, first off, I know I know what the shame feels like of realizing because there was a part of me that didn't want to look at God. Uh, you know, I was still spirit filled. I was still which is a right. weird place to be in, honestly. Yeah, because it's yeah. like there's like God is was still speaking to me about different things, but there was this yeah. other area where he was like, We're gonna just it's there. We can address it when you want to address it. You know, he gave me the choice because that's what he, that's how he is, you know? And obviously there, you, you can push it far to the point where God has to address it. Right. Yes. You know, um, that's why we see exposure with certain ministers so and things exactly. like that. Right. So it, it's never, that's the reality is like your sin's going to find you out. Right. We have the choice to identify it and repent. And that's actually the boat you want to be in, not yes. it being exposed for everyone to yes, see, yes. you know, uh, so because good. what actually happened with me during that time too, was like, um, I remember one time I gave her a, uh, a word that I was convinced was from God. 
And my, my, I was so clouded in regards to that. And I gave it to her and she was like, that sounds like something you would say. And I was so upset. I was like, how dare she, how dare she speak against the word of the Lord. But she was right. And I knew it, you know, and, um, and I was just so clouded during that time in regards to even being able to, uh, minister in a lot of ways um you know they like i said i was still able to function god was still speaking to me but there was areas like that where i felt very clouded um and um so i would say to someone who's going through this have the courage to look at that sin have the courage to 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 go to god and repent because wow. that's the boat you want to be in. You do not want to be in the boat of allowing that sin to just sit there because you're like, whether it's your pride or your shame, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, to the point where it continues and it ends up putting roots down and affecting other areas of your life. You don't want that, you guys. You really don't. So good. And so I'm grateful that I repented when I did. And I forgave and all of those things. But at the same time, I could have done it sooner. And I also could have been obedient from the, from, from when God said the thing I didn't want to hear, because that does happen. God isn't always going to tell you what you want to hear. Like that's the reality. And I know that maybe that may, some of you guys might be really convicted right now. Some of you might be really upset because you're realizing Oh, that is God. That is God. He is the one telling me to, to do this thing. And look, I want to, I want to also address something very important. Um, there are some of you who are in marriages right now where you actually need to learn to communicate, but this is really, really bold. Um, there's some of you guys that are, you need to learn to communicate better. God is not calling you to divorce your spouse. Wow. So, um, cause there's, I, I just, I know there's some people you're listening to this that are actually going through that right now where they're like, and I'm not talking about if you are in an abusive situation, I always feel like I have to give this as an anecdotal thing. Yes. Yes. If you're in an abusive situation, yes, get out. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a fleshly desire where you have worked out some s- spiritual gobbledygook and you've wow. gone, yes, God is okay. Uh, this is a confirmation. God is calling me to leave my spouse. No, he's not. You made a covenant wow. before God. Amen. And you need to go to war over your marriage. Okay. So, so that I just felt like I, I really needed to address that. I'm kind of shaky, wow. <laughs> but wow. So um, good. So good. Jeff. You know, but yeah. So some of you going back to what I was saying, some of you guys are actively going that way. You're like, Oh man, it is that thing. I am supposed to do that. Or I'm, I am not supposed to do that. Or you're actively in that uh, rebellion where you, God said you, you prayed, you sought God, you wanted to hear more of him in your life and you got what you prayed for and it's not what you wanted to hear. And you need to repent. You need to go back to God and he is just, and he is merciful um, and he's kind and he will, uh, but you need to repent and uh, trust me guys, like don't, I don't want what I went through. I don't want that for you. I really don't like be obedient to God. What he has in store for you is far better. And if I had waited, Lauren was still on the way. Yes. Yes. She was still on the way. So 
but the process of me getting there, yeah, God redeemed it. And, and I learned some valuable lessons. And those are things that I share a lot on the show and share with people that I've discipled and things like that. But it would have been better if I would have listened. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And there's stuff that God could have prepared in my heart in that time to condition me to be ready to be with Lauren that I had to learn while we were in while we were dating and it would have been better if I had learned them before. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I just, as you're sharing this, maybe somebody needs to hear that your winter season is needed now to prepare you for what the Lord Mm. and the doors the Lord is going to open for you in the days ahead. And the winter seasons do not last forever. They never do. Weeping endures for the night, but joy comes in the morning. We've got to live from this place. And as you were sharing that, Jeff, I, I just, you had no idea what was on the other side of that door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think about, you know, the scriptures say that that rebellion is as, is as a sin of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So when we go against what the Lord is asking us to do, it opens up doors of sorcery. Now, how all that looks, I don't know. We, we don't, there's a couple, a couple of things that come to mind of, you know, it, it can manifest itself in different ways. But just as, as Jeff, as you said, the moment that you repent, 1 John 1 and 9, we, if we, when we confess our sins, that the Lord, that God is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so if you've hit that wall, like Jeff hit that wall many years ago, there, there are some of you that on the other side of this wall, God has that promise that is on its way to you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's on the other side of repentance. It's on the other side of God. I don't understand God. I'm frankly, I'm mad, but I, I, I trust you. I trust you completely. And so Jeff, could you just, could you just release that, just the yeah. breakthrough of that moment for you? Because um, I just have the sense there's a lot of people that are, because the more you were sharing, the more I could just sense, wow, there are people that are in that same place today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Father, I just, thank you, Father. Uh, I just thank you for your goodness that you are, you are more committed to us becoming conformed to the image of your son than we are. Yes. You're more committed to, uh, honoring our uh, your promises towards us than we are in holding to them um and that our very little is is very much in the spirit and that that's all you need is our yes and sometimes it feels like this whimper um but god i just want to thank you that you are speaking to your children you're speaking to us um but also for those of you who um find yourselves kind of in dire straits um, as a result of uh, your own making, um, that you would have the courage, God, that you would give them the courage to look you in the eye and to come. To, it says we can come boldly before the throne. And so um, what Jesus mm. did on the cross was ripped the veil to the Holy of Holies and yes, allowing Lord. us access back in there. You are still a child of God. Yes, you Lord. are still led by the spirit. And so um, I just thank you, God, for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Lord. It's uncomfortable. Um, but God, I just thank you so much that you have not left us or forsaken us. And so God, that you would just prompt in the hearts of people right now to just come before you fall, <laughs> fall at his feet. Yes. Crawl. You, if you have to go oh. back, God loves you and you are not have the courage to look him in the eye and just say, wow. God, I am sorry. I have sinned against you. I have moved in rebellion against you. I renounce any partnerships yes. with witchcraft as a yes, result Lord. of that. Um, and, yes, Lord. and just allow God, just allow him to just wash over you, you guys. Yeah, He is God. good and he will redeem this situation. Nothing is too far gone for the Lord. I know that. And Christina knows yes, that. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. No, no situation is irredeemable. God, that, that, that uh, God desires to turn this for your glory and that what you will learn in this process is going to help other people. It's wow. going to be part of a very powerful testimony. Um, and so, yeah, I just thank you, Lord, for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for your forgiveness. Yes, that you sent your son to die for us. Thank you, Father. So that we can be free, so that we can be whole. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah. I just have this picture of a young lady just sitting in a in the passenger seat of a car and just mm. unclicking the seatbelt mm. and getting out of that situation. Mm. And that situation may be something that the Lord has been calling you out of for months, for years, for weeks. You've been hearing the voice of the Lord and something is just keeping you from being able to step out of that situation. I just see the Lord just, just clicking the button on that seatbelt and you're just springing forth. You're going to make that decision. You're going to take that step. And where you feel like you're, and I don't know who this is for, this is for someone, but you're, you're stepping off of what you feel is stepping off of a cliff. But I see the hand of the father right under the edge of that cliff and he's catching you. Mm. So you're not going to fall. You're not going to trip and you're not going to fall on your face this time. Father, I ask you today that you would break off all of the trauma yeah. off of every heart Lord, I pray that you would remove the memory of the traumas, remove the memory of the past seasons where, Lord, they barely made it through. God, we thank you that it was by your grace that they're standing here today. God, I thank you that you are turning their weeping into dancing. Mm -hmm. For some of you, I just see the hand of the Lord just taking his finger and just wiping away every tear because you hear the voice of the Lord calling you. And as he calls you, he is faithful because his word will do what it's set out to do and it will not return void. So we thank you for, Father, I ask right now that you would send your word to your people like a burning mm -hmm. fire. And I thank you for cutting off, Lord, even just, I see umbilical cords just of, of entrapments and habitual sins and things that, Lord, it's just been 
they haven't been able to get free from it. I thank you today that he who the son is set free yes. is free indeed. I see the Lord taking a scissor and just snipping mm -hmm. it in the realm of the spirit. You're yeah. just going to sense that freedom even coming over you right now. The presence of the Holy Ghost from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. Father, we just ask right now that the banner of freedom, of deliverance, Lord, you just wave it over your people right now. Father, you're setting them free to set your people free. So we thank you, Lord. We just come together with one voice. Yeah. We ask you right now, Father, for freedom, for deliverance, for a springing forth into what you have for them in Jesus' name. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and I see a beach. I see a beach. I don't know if someone's at the beach listening to this or you were just at the beach or you live at the beach. I have no idea. I just see a beach and I know it's a guy. Um, and you entered into a relationship. Um, and it was maybe very similar to my story in that, uh, you know, deep down you knew that it wasn't something that God wanted you to do. And it actually is that decision has yielded to you uh, getting into sexual sin. Um, and, um, and I don't know if the, the, the girl you're with is, um, is a believer or not, or maybe just more nominally. So, um, man, just repent, dude. Like Jesus loves you so much. Yes, and I know what it feels like to get into sin and to feel like ah, I'm here. I might as well just go all the way. Stop. Stop. Stop right where you are. Turn around. Repent. Go back to Jesus. You're not too far you. gone, man. But you do not want to go. You do not want to keep going down this path. Wow. And God is, is loving. He is kind. He's compassionate. He will make you into a righteous man. Do not give up. Get back up. Turn around. Go back to Jesus, man. Stop what you're doing right now. You do not want to keep going down this path. Um, and I'm here for you. You can reach out to me. Um, yeah. And Father, anybody else who's in that boat, Lord, I just pray that you would give them the courage to, to, yes, look, to look at you. And to realize that Jesus' blood covers that. Thank you, Father. Jesus's blood covers that. All God is asking you to do is pursue him in intimacy Thank you, and Father. watch him change you. It's not mm -hmm. going to be by your own effort. The only thing that you add to your, to your salvation is the sin that required Jesus to die. Yes, so um, that's you, a quote Father. from someone else. I can't take the credit for it. But um, God, I just thank you. I thank you so much for your... for. Um, your forgiveness and that you are good. And so God, even now I ask for a revelation to these people to go, Whoa, yes. this is, this is God. Whoa. I don't want to go for this is better than anything that I was, oh. I was doing or engaging in. He's far greater. So God, that in your grace that you would give them that revelation now. Thank you. Father, Of how amazing you are and what an honor and privilege it is to serve you. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. And Father, we thank you that your word declares that those who are pure in heart will see you. Mm -hmm. Father, we ask for a purity of heart, of vision, of mind, of spirit, of body, of every part, Lord. 
that you would come with your purifying fire and that you would burn away everything that's not of you. Mm-hmm. That, Father, your people would have single vision, tunnel vision for the purposes that you've set before them. Father, I pray you would mantle them, mantle them with your presence. God, I thank you for pointing the arrow of destiny in front of them, Lord, that as they step out to trust you, as, Lord, repentance, as they step out in repentance, Lord. Father, I thank you. I just, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing for those of you that maybe have gone off track or gone off course, for the Lord to point that arrow of destiny in front of you is nothing. It's nothing, Tim. You may see mm-hmm. it as it's going to take me all my life to be able to get back to where I was. We're in the Lord in one moment. That's right. In one moment, mm-hmm. he can change it. In one moment. That's right. You become white as snow the moment that you repent mm-hmm. and you turn away from the things that you knew were against his his will or were not a part of his heart for your life. So, Lord, I ask today that you would just turn that arrow. I see the, the arrow turning for some of you. And it's just like 45 degrees. You see it as something big. You see it as something that God can never repair. You see it as something, how can I bounce back from this? But I hear the Lord saying that you're going to bounce back like a rubber band. And it's going to be quicker. And it's going to be, it's going to be full of grace because he's in it. So, Father, we thank you for that. We thank you for the hearts of repentance today of just turning away, Lord. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, God just loves he loves his people, Christina. He loves his people. And um, you know, my heart is for people to 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 get that revelation. Because it's like when you get that revelation, you don't you don't want to do other things. You don't wanna you don't wanna sin. You don't wanna and it doesn't mean you're gonna be perfect. You can have those moments you're like, I messed up. Yeah. The solution is not to keep running away. The solution is to run closer to him because the closer you get to him, the less that stuff manifests in your life, the less that stuff that, that sin is, is produced. You know, it's like the desire gets burned away. Um, and, um, yeah. And, and there may be, I just want to put this out there, Jeff, is that, Going from point A to point B, and sometimes point A is sitting in that place of anger, sitting in that place of regret and condemnation and shame. And then point B, we you could say that it's moving in faith and stepping out, trusting the Lord, but getting from that place, when, while you're getting from that place to the next place, from point A to point B, whatever and maybe somebody needs to hear this, whatever you do, turn to him. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, Jeff, it's even in that place, it's still turning towards him, turning your face towards the Lord, turning your heart towards the Lord, turning your affections towards the Lord, Mm -hmm. because it's not always automatic. We know that. 
that when we could pray these prayers and sometimes we've all had it, we've had the instant breakthrough. And I always believe for that, that, that at the moment yeah. that we pray that God begins to turn the tide yeah. of the battle. That's what the, the yeah. book of Psalm says. And, and we know all these things, but then there's this process. But the process isn't, the fruit is not always in the process, but the fruit comes in the results. But you've got to trust the Lord in the midst of Come the on. process yeah. that there will be there will be fruit in the results. Mm-hmm. There will be fruit on the other side of you choosing to trust the Lord. Yeah. But turn turn your heart towards him. If you're angry, turn turn your heart towards the Lord. Because he's not, he's not in any way, shape, or form intimidated by our emotions. But the Lord is moved when we turn to him in the midst of our emotions. Yeah, come on. So I just I just encourage everybody and anybody listening right where you are that no matter what it is that you're experiencing, there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ. Yeah, come on. So the Lord has lifted the the heaviness of condemnation so that you could, like you said earlier, Jeff, come boldly before the throne of grace for help, Mm. mercy in time of need. Yeah, come on. So good. So good. Yeah, I think we should just leave leave people with that. I think that's good, you know, because I know there's some people that are like, well, man, I need to take a second. I need to take a second. I yeah. need to, I need to, I need to uh, close the door and, and uh, spend some time with the Lord. And I would really encourage you if you feel like you need more time with the Lord and he's still in that process. Some of you guys are probably a weepy mess right now. Let God do his work in you. Yeah. Allow him to minister to you. And you are worthy because Jesus is worthy. Yes. You are worthy because Jesus is worthy. Um, and Lord, I just pray for a revelation of where they're seated, Hmm. which is in heavenly realms, that they're in Christ now, that Christ lives, they no longer live and that they're, um, that they would get a revelation of that, of that place and that they would begin to operate from that place. Yes. Yes. In Jesus name. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Whew. Okay. Wow. Christina. Powerful. Yeah. That was, I did Thank not you, expect Lord. to go there, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. That, that That's what we, you know, we just flowed, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got there. Um, Christina, how can people follow you? How can they get your book? All that good stuff. Yeah, I'm on social media, just TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, under my name, Christina Baker. Um, I wrote a book and it was released almost a year ago called Hope in 60 Seconds. You can get it anywhere books are sold, but it's, uh, I wanted to be able to put, I wanted to be able to put something in people's hands um, where if they were standing in the 11th hour and believing God something impossible. Um, just a story, just the diff- different testimonies and breakthroughs in my life, Jeff. So yeah. Come on. Come on. Well, thank you so much, Christina. I always, Thanks, I always Jeff. love when you say yes to us. I'm like, man, that's just, it's all, uh, we always have so yeah. much fun. We do. All the, we, the team. Really it's, it's always a blast. Yeah. Ministry supposed to be fun. I, I say this with my friend Wendy, I mean, we we were at uh, Jesus Culture many years ago, and and that's when the Lord showed me 
that ministry could be fun. Yeah, there's going to be some hard moments, but mm-hmm. just ministry can be a lot of fun with God. And when you're in the presence, when you're in his presence, um, there's just so much that is happening and so many things that he's doing. We have, we can have a good time. It doesn't have to be serious and, you know, there's serious moments, but mm-hmm. I believe he wants us to, to enjoy life with him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Christina. Um, everybody that is our episode back in action five days a week. Have a blessed Monday. Tune in tomorrow, Tuesday for our first official live episode back and we've got kelsey o'malley christina right yeah (laughs) so uh we gave her some time to enjoy a little baby luke and uh so she uh she's back and i'm very excited we missed her so yay um, (laughs) yes that's gonna be at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time also elijahfire.com slash donate is how you donate all proceeds go towards keeping this free at five days a week uh, and accessible so you guys can watch it or listen to it on the podcast um, version as well. So God bless you guys. And we will see you tomorrow with Kelsey O'Malley at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.